Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app, and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content. Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no ads, no data selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30 day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N a-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. The U.S. Treasury to borrow $776 billion in the last three months of this year, right? Mm-hmm. That announcement comes 10 days after the government said that the fiscal 2023 budget deficit would be around $1.7 trillion. Mm-hmm. So what a... 
What do we make of this and what impact will this have on the stock market or overall economy? The doom and gloom report is brought to you by Market Mondays. <laughs> um, uh, it's not good. No one wants our debt. Our word is worth nothing. Um, our geopolitical approach is intolerable. I was with, uh, shout out to my guy, Juan Hundred, and we were having a conversation about the elite, and we've had these conversations before. Like those, let's say, take a Mark Cuban, was probably easier to book to get on this show and EYL than someone with the 90th of its net worth, right? I think for too long, we've been the bully in the world. And as a result, when the tables turn, the bond market is still in shambles. Stock market, while it went up a lot last week, there's still a lot of risk out there. And it, also there is no asymmetric risk to reward ratio to the upside where it's even feasible to buy stocks 20, ranked 20th through 100. Small cap market is destroyed. Um, overall, this won't be good. I know they're doing what they have to do, but once we are seeing these deficits of uh, 1.7 trillion, the housing market approaching 18, it's not good. And and I, part of all of this in combination is the reason why we only have seven or eight stocks that are doing incredibly well. But it's not good for. And I wish I had a more optimistic take or assessment to give you. But the glory days of, of America are done. The, the two things that we have going for us is that military industrial complex that his uncle fought against that cost him his life and our stock market, which is a financial weapon. And both of those are getting weaker by the decade. I keep saying it. If you go back to 1988, which president would you let run your portfolio or any major company in the United States of America? I can name maybe two or three. Since 88. Who's the two or three? Uh, Bill and Barack. Bill Clinton? Okay. Bill and Barack. Reagan did great for the stock market. Um, but we've had bad leaders. And going off the gold standard, huge mistake. Hmm. We'll never be able to get that cat back in the bag. That cat is a saber-toothed tiger with 20,000 cousins that you can't defeat. I just want to go back just for a clear understanding because the $776 billion is a lot. But sometimes when narratives are shaped, right, there's, there's headlines that are saying, hey, it came in lower than the expectation, mm -hmm. which might be a good thing for the market. The other part of it is that for the next quarter, the first quarter of 2024, the number is going to be 816 billion yeah. so the fourth quarter of this year which would have been the largest ask in for any fourth quarter in the history of america and then we're going to lead into you know next year with going over 800 billion and so the bond market is in shambles this is true yeah. i'm just going to give context to people to give them a, a better understanding so I wrote, I wrote this down so when when the treasury issues fewer bonds um than the climate is anticipating that that helps but when more bonds are offered, then prices go down on bonds and yields go up. And we just talked about that and that relationship between yeah. yields and bonds. And so in terms of the stock market, good because the yields have are going to come down or on the latter, great because, all right, we put more than more than be issued, yields stay up. Um, I'm looking at it like this. T.O.T., Went from one seventy three to eighty six dollars. 
That's the level it was at in 2002 and 2007. Russell 2000. Metcalf. Like, I, this is the this is like Jeremy Lin. Shout out to Jeremy Lin. Scoring 62 points a game. If I sat in this room in 2020 and told you, hey, Rashad, Metcalf's going to go to hell. There's going to be seven companies out of 500 that are doing well. Hey, Troy, uh, international stocks are going to be down and the bond market is going to fall to the lowest low since 2002. You'll say, what are you smoking with that director in that terrible chair? And here we are. I keep saying this. The stock market got so bad because the debt is so high that BlackRock and Vanguard had to go say, I'm going to be a landlord. No one finds that shocking. Like if I all of a sudden start doing shot the Queens flip, if I start setting myself on fire on River Road, something in the trading didn't go right. That's a fact. Something is wrong, and no one wants to say we have destroyed the economy and the country, and we're hanging on by a thread and by stilts. So bad. Even I was talking to one once again. Hey, Spotify adjusted how many plays you have to get to even get a payout now. So at some point, that'll go to podcasting, that'll go to YouTubing, that'll go to now. But if I'm changing the metric in which I choose to pay, I'm not going to say it's a Ponzi, but it's Ponzi-ish. Ish. So you're getting 0. 0.0000.33 per stream. And if you only get 15% or 20% and the label gets 80%, you get a 1.5 advance. You got to have 700 million streams and ain't that many people listening to artists in that genre. Ponzi. We have destroyed this country. I, I, I wish, once again, I wish I had more optimistic advice, but in for journalistic integrity. We have this, not we like as in us and our community, but the country has been destroyed. We can't find good political leadership. There's only maybe 10 stocks that I can find that I would put my life on and they want to act like everything is okay. But one thing about this, the political leadership is important because um, I feel like old white men, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. Be honest with you. This, if if you look at it right, outside of Obama and it's Congress and it's Senate and it's the presidents and the majority and the, even if you know they just don't understand mm-hmm. what's happening on the ground, and if you don't have some diversity pretty soon, this whole political structure is in is in danger. The revolution, um, because it's such a it's such a di- divide and a misunderstanding. And you can't even educate somebody. You can't educate an 80-year-old white man on what's going on. They just don't understand it. And um, never will. So the Democrats are going to have a tremendous problem um, come next year. And I think that that part of that is because there's a cultural divide. And the messaging is not understanding. Like, I have a pulse of what's going on for at least our culture when it comes to millennials. And it just doesn't seem like the people at at the top either either know or care or and it's like you're just trying to keep bullying and forcing your way of thinking, your ideology onto people that don't believe it. They don't they don't believe it. They're not getting information from 
they're not getting information from the sources that you traditionally have relied on and you have traditionally have told us that we should get our sources from. Um, that is not those credible news sources are not credible anymore. Um, and that's obvious day in day, we're getting more and more, you know, propaganda and we're, we're seeing the propaganda in its first hand and, um, just keep repeating the same things over and over again. And, um, it just feels like there's like a, a tremendous disconnect and lack of understanding from people at the top of what's going on. And they don't seem to actually be receptive to new ideas. They don't seem to be receptive to what's actually happening on the ground. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.